Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Vaccinated people may be able to attend concerts, sports events and restaurants ahead of those who haven't received a vaccination under the new plans being considered by the government. The new digital vaccination certificates are set to become mandatory across the EU this summer and the government is considering how they can be used in Ireland. Now, the introduction of the digital green certificate for EU citizens was proposed by the European Commission last month. The vaccine passport is to be debated in the European Parliament before it is hoped to become European law during the summer. And the certificates will be needed for travel within the EU, but member states can decide how they are to be used in their own countries. Now, America have already quite clearly stated, it was in the BBC this morning, I noticed, quite clearly stated they will not be bringing in green certificates or vaccine passports because they said that it discriminates and also it's a violation of people's rights and privacy. In other words, you're telling people your medical records. Never before have we had that in this country where we had to, you know, walk into a shop and somebody says to you, did you have the measles vaccine? Can I see you? I see your doctor's certificate there to say you had the measles just in case you happen to spread it to somebody who doesn't. So we've never been asked to do that before, but we have for COVID-19. Unprecedented times and all that kind of carry on. On Monday, the tallish Leo Varadkar published a video on Facebook in which he said certificates could give more freedoms to those who are vaccinated. Michal Martin said the same thing, by the way. He hinted as well. And he said, he did previously suggest he was against the introduction of the so-called vaccine bonus for those who were vaccinated. But then he went on TV3. Oh, well, Virgin Media 1, as it's now called, recently and suggested that, of course, you know, going to pubs and restaurants and bars and events like that and things like that, certainly you might have to have a certificate of some description, a green certificate. Anyway, the government is now looking at Israel and Denmark where vaccine certificates allow vaccinated people to go to the hairdressers, restaurants, gyms and cinemas. And the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has also flagged the possibility of introducing a vaccine certificate, but he doesn't want to use the word passport, even though he has faced opposition from within his own party. And the UK government review into vaccination certificates found they could potentially play a role in settings such as theatres, nightclubs and mass events might also be used in pubs and restaurants to reduce social distancing restrictions. In other words, if you have your vaccine passport, you know, you can hang out with everybody else, but if you don't, you're on your own, pal. Anyway, the ICCL uh, Executive Director, this is the Irish Council for Civil Liberties, Director Liam Herrick, said that anything that allows discrimination in terms of access to goods or services or employment raises an obvious question, discrimination. It also puts people, he said, in a position of being forced indirectly to take a vaccine, which raises questions about body bodily integrity and the principle of consent to the vaccine programme. And he's right, because it's coercive, is what it is. If you're not going to be allowed to do things based on the fact of whether you have or haven't a vaccine, well, that's coercive, isn't it? And that's against the Constitution, by the way. You can't coerce or force somebody to get medical intervention against their will. So... I want to know if you believe it's fair. Now, there are people, of course, who will say, well, hold on for a second. Now, this is COVID-19. All the games, you know, all bets are on the table or off the table, so to speak. And I don't want to go into a restaurant, a bar or an event in the three arena or Crow Park or Parky Cueve or whatever it happens to be. If there's a load of people hanging around unvaccinated, tell them to get their vaccines and then they can go. So do you agree with it? Do you think these vaccine certificates or passports or whatever fancy word you want to use could pave the way for us to regain normality again? Or would you strongly oppose the idea? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Do you disagree or agree with vaccine passports? 
Um, and by the way, if you want to call us, you can. Our number is 0818 942 Derek, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Derek? Hi, Noel. How are you? Sorry, I had a bit of a rant there. I might have kept you waiting for a while, Derek, and I do apologise. No problem, no problem. <laughs> Derek, what, do you agree with the idea of vaccine passports? No, I'm strongly opposed to the idea. Uh, I mean, at this stage, you might as well just throw the star of David on us and be done with it. Oh, you the, know, the, like, the yellow star. Yeah, we talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's madness. It's, it's just, I just don't understand this. Like, healthy people now are going to be, you know, I mean, for instance, we came out the other day, they said uh, that people who have had COVID are less likely to transmit and pass it on to somebody than who someone than someone for the next six months than someone who had the vaccine already. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, they, like why would they need the vaccine if they, you know for the next six months? No, no problem with people getting the vaccine. If you want the vaccine, go get it. It's the same as when I voted for abortion. I'm pro-choice. It's your body. You have a right to bodily autonomy, and we seem to be just letting that slip away. Okay, so here's, here's the problem, the okay, the, the government can't legislate because the government could never legislate for mandatory vaccines, right? It's, it'd be against the Constitution. Constitutional challenge will be taken and that'll be the end of that, right? But the problem is the government cannot and will not interfere if private companies are encouraged to do it. Because, for example, when you bring your kid to a creche, um, for example, a lot of creches won't allow children who are not vaccinated. You bring your dog, uh, put him in a kennel for two weeks, they won't allow a dog that hasn't been vaccinated. Uh, that's simple. And they will say that the reason is because there's a risk to other children who can't get vaccinated. So that's the argument, isn't it? That you're putting others at risk by, you know, hanging around a bar or a restaurant or going to a gig, your favourite gig or a match, uh, if you're not vaccinated, that you're putting others at risk. But surely isn't the point that if people want to get vaccinated and they get vaccinated, uh, then they're not at risk, uh, you know, of, of getting severely ill. So, well, that I mean, is the argument, but there are you do have to take into consideration the very small percentage of people who may want to get vaccinated but can't because they, they obviously have uh, their immune compromise, so they can't exactly, get vaccinated. Yeah. So, so, I mean, how do we how do we legislate for that? Well, I don't know. I don't think you can legislate for it. But here's the thing. The government also can't stop, you know, Joey's bar from turning around, having a man on the door and saying, show me your vaccine passport. But then you're talking about a massive cost. You're probably talking about 30, 40 thousand because you have to have someone on the door seven days a week checking out. So you're talking, tw- you know, well, we've, had, we've, had, we've had doorman on doors and bars and you don't always have a yeah, security man. Yeah, they have a Friday, there. Saturday and Sunday. They don't have a seven days a week. I mean, yeah. a small little place in, in the middle of nowhere, like where I live up in, in Kildare, <laughs> Just barely break even, I'd say, on a normal week. And now you're you're talking about having dormant seven days. Checking vaccine passports. To check them back, just there to check vaccine passports, you know? Yeah, I mean, there is an argument that in saying that as well, that if somebody did stop you at the front of our bar of a restaurant and said, listen, we can't let you in because you're not vaccinated. You probably could take a case to the Equality Authority. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to wait and see if you'd win that case. That could be a landmark ruling. I don't know. That'd be difficult to know whether that would work. Yeah, there's going to be massive civil cases coming down the line from this type of thing. You know, yeah, the, other, the other thing, by the way, Derek, is the vaccine passport, so to speak, or the vaccine certificate for travelling, international travel. There's nothing we can do about that. I mean, if Spain requires that or Greece requires that, they have different constitutions and legislation than we would have. So if they require it, I mean, what can you do about that? Yeah, well, I mean, there are there's already things like you can't go to certain countries without getting, you know, certain like COVID vaccines test. and stuff like that, you yeah. know. But I mean, here's the thing with these things. People, I always have this argument with people saying like, oh, well, you've got the measles, mumps and rubella. They were decades, decades in the making. They didn't just 
smash it out in seven, eight months, and now we have a. Well, they did now. In in fairness, Derek, they didn't just smash out this vaccine in seven or eight months. That's a myth that's been going around on the internet. This vaccine has been in production for years because you have to remember, uh, coronavirus has been around for a long time. So this particular vaccine for SARS, uh, SARS-CoV-1, which was the first uh, SARS, uh, which goes back years, they've been trying to make a vaccine ever since that. So there yeah, was so already, the, 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 the foundation for the vaccine was already there. They just had to tweak it. Yeah, so there's been mRNA, but none of them are FDA. No, it's the first mRNA vaccine, yeah. But they're not FDA approved, you know? Well, they are FDA approved. Well, I don't think they are. They are. They're approved for use for emergency use. And this is considered to be a world emergency. That's so they are approved. They wouldn't be using them if they weren't approved. Oh, well, I mean, aren't they in trials till 2023? So? All vaccines are in trials. Any, va- yeah. any new vaccine that's released is still in trial. That's just normal procedure because the last phase of any trial of a vaccine is, is testing it on the general public. Yeah, so, like, as I said, I'm not anti, uh, anti, pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine or whatever, anti-vax or whatever you want to call us. Uh, I'm pro-choice. Just as I said, just like it was, yeah, no, vote for for abortion in this country. I was I was so proud of this country because it, you know people have a right to to personal choice to what happens to their body, and mm-hmm. it has to be the same with this. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with that aspect of it. I, and by the way, even though I may be pro-vaccination, I'm not pro-mandatory vaccination, and I don't believe anybody yeah, well, should that, be forced to get I'm, I'm on the other side of that argument. I'm I'm probably less about, you know, I'm not anti-vax, but I'm definitely pro- pro-choice. If you want it, get it. But coercion, co- coercive, you know, that's what's going to happen. We're being okay, coerced. okay, well, 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 okay. well, hang on for a second. Let me go to Carl as well, because Carl, you're an Ireland's classic kids. Thanks, Noel. Nice to talk to you again. No, I, I'm the other way around. I don't agree with that, gentleman. I'm pro, pro, very, very pro of the vaccine. And I think it's the only way out. It's not the ideal because obviously... Is that the way to look at it, Carl? Because that's the way I look at it. I'm, yeah. I'm saying silly things like, sure, stick it in my eye if I can go on holidays. No, no we were so, in a situation where, where we're not going to have it all our own way. Now, I spoke to you only last week and I said at 69 years of age, I'm not prepared to just let the years slip by if there's another way out. And as far as I'm concerned, as I spoke to you last week, I said, if I want to go to a football match and somebody says to me, you have to have the vaccine. And prior to this, I was going, when I went for a drink within the few weeks that we were open, and I went to the last time the Leinster Senior League played, it was a couple of years ago, but I had to sign my name in, even going into the ground. Yeah. And I had to, I had to sign my name going into the and your mobile and leave my, phone number. And yeah. leave my telephone number. Yeah. Now, if that's what I have to do, I'm going to do it because otherwise we're going to be locked down. And and, 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 and I understand the point you're making, but the argument, Carl, is, is yeah. that you're, you're basically going for what they call a Hobson's choice here. So in other words, even though you do know it's a bit of an imposition on your privacy and your rights, yeah. you're yeah. willing to do it because you're being told but, 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 this is the only way you're going to get freedom. But, but, yeah, exactly. But I'm, at the moment, I'm just locked down. I mean, somebody, I mean, I listen to your programme all the time. What about that lady who said, I haven't been outside my door for a year. I know. Another person said yesterday, I haven't... I ha- I, I, it's not. It's worse than being in jail. She said, at least well, in jail, I could talk to somebody. because of the government and the and the way they handled the whole situation from but the get go. But they're not. But the government are in control, uh, my friend. The government's in control. So you and I, I, every day, I listen to Niall, and he says, "We want, we want out of this. We want out of this. We want out of this." But the following week, Leo just gets, or, or Leo or Michal at this stage, who gives a monkeys who it is, gets up <laughs> and says, "Sorry, lads, we'll see you again next May." Then we'll see you again next July. Then all of a sudden, then in September, oh, the schools have to go back, so we better lock you down for another bit. This could be going on forever more. And the Irish people, by the way, unlike the French and others, we'll just take it. 
we've actually got to a stage now where people are saying, is, is, is it in our DNA that we've been suppressed for so many but, years? But, but, but then is that, but is that not contradictory, Carl? You know, I hate to disagree with you, but is that not contradictory to your own argument? You're saying the Irish people just take it, whereas you just said to me five minutes ago, but you look, if it gets me me freedom, I'll do it. Yeah, because you it's, know. A way, it's a way so where does that end? Where does it end? Do you know what? Look at You know, where does it end when we just, just keep giving away and giving away and giving away all our civil liberties just so we can have a little bit of freedom? But, but, but we're not... Well, well like, that's a very, very good question. But I haven't got the time... I'm sorry, I don't know your first name. Uh, Derek um, is his name. Derek. Derek. I haven't got the time. I know, I know. I'm, 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 I'm the same as yourself. I'm only, I'm only three years behind you, right? Well, then you're running out of time. Yeah, you're I know. You said you're in a new relationship. You want to move on in your own life. Yeah. How the hell can you bloody well move on when the government is locking you down? We're going to have to give away something to get something back. That's the way I look at it. And if, if it means that I have to get the back, which I'm going to, though goodness knows when we get it. In fact, another thing, Niall, if you wanted to come up with another programme, we wouldn't be having all these arguments on school teachers and all the rest of it if the Vaccine, and if we were all knew we were going to get vaccinated in the next couple of months, it's been such a cock up and a hang. I know, yeah. If the, if the I that's what I said, yeah. If the supply was there, we wouldn't be fighting over petty stuff. Of course, you wouldn't. Pierce Doherty said they're not, they're not involved in this up north with the teachers and all because everybody knows we're all going to that's be vaccinated right. here. Yeah. We're talking about goodness. Already, some of these, uh, you know, the fellas you're talking about, Noel, the, 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 the doomsdayers are talking about, we're, this, forget this year. Now, now, let's look at 2022. I mean, I, 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 I've just gone on my way. I know, and, and I, know you're, I know you're feeling, Carl, that 69 and 57, as I said to you, our lives, I, I mean, Derek, how old are you, by the way? I, I'm 43. Okay, so do you understand the point that Carl is making? Uh, a, no, year, a year of his life is more I mean, valuable. I, and I, and by the way, sorry, I don't mean to demean you, but a year of his life is more valuable than yours because he has less of them left. Logically. Okay, but I've, I've got young kids, so I mean, like, who, 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 who lives have gone to hall for the last year or so, and I, for, for me, who doesn't feel comfortable about injecting them with with, with this mRNA vaccine until after twenty twenty three, like, so, so, so what? I just say, ah, feck it. So, just so that guy there can can live an extra 10, 15 years uh, if, of freedom. I should get my kids all injected, even though I'm completely... Well, no, well, 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 let's, hang on, let, let's not just jump to one here. There's been no mention, although they are doing trials, um, there is no mention of vaccination. Ah, it's coming, it's coming. Let's, well, let's well, well, well I, well, I would strongly disagree with it, and many scientists have, would strongly disagree with uh, vaccinating people under the age of 18 years of age because they have natural immunity and they build it up very quickly. And, and they're not at risk. They're not at risk. And when you look, for example, at the risk... And by the way, can I point out, as much as I agree with you, Derek, there's a risk to every vaccine, by the way. Every vaccine carries small risks, but we have to look at things in context and, you know, the, and the greater good of mankind and all that kind of stuff, right? But when it comes to children under the age of 18, uh, you know, when you look at the amount of children in the world that have died of COVID-19, which is minuscule, um, realistically, it wouldn't be worth giving the vaccine. That was mentioned by Chris Whitty, by the way, the other day, in fairness to him, uh, when he was talking about Boris Johnson. So let's not get into kids. So, Derek, I understand your choice and I agree with your right to choose. I don't have to agree with you in relation to vaccines, but yeah, I do I agree with that. your right to choose. But yeah. but oh, Carl I, is saying this is when Carl is saying you're you're fighting a losing battle. It's the only way out. But then, but then it's, it might as well be mandatory. If that's the case, it's a, it's a mandatory vaccine. If I can't live my life, make earn, earn a living, go out and enjoy my life, then it's mandatory. We might as well just be all lined up and just lashed into our arms. Well, well Derek, the government more, the, the, Derek, the government have more or less said that. They've more or less said they, they've said until the, the, the bulk of the people are vaccinated and now you're looking at later and later and later this year, we ain't going anywhere. I'm actually on my way over to Daly Mount Park now to pay 80 euro for an OAP for me season ticket, even though I won't be able to see a game again this season. Right. But here's that's the thing, here's, on the here's the problem for you. If you want to go to a football, why not have these bloody tests 
antigen test ready. To, what you want before you go in anyway? Having that, why do you need a vaccine passport? Why does it have and to I, be? I, and, I, and I would agree with you, Derek. But the problem is, even with the antigen test, it takes five minutes. You know, when you've got sixty or seventy thousand people going into Crow Park, see, it's not it's not feasible. No, 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 and Derek, did you see that we're the we're the only country now who's going to the, the, the government have said over here that for the European nations we were we were given four four matches. And we're the only country now who've said you can't have 25% of the stadium filled. And the UEFA have said to the Irish government, we need to know by the end of the week, will you facilitate 25% of the fans from Poland and Serbia to come and watch the match in the Aviva? And, and we're the only one who's in Europe where the, 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 Euros, the Euros that are happening this summer have been spread out over, the, over, over, the, over several countries. We're the only one who said we can't guarantee that any supporter will get into the ground. So we could lose. I, I, I presume UEFA will, will just remove the. I know. I mean, it, it is quite difficult, lads. And I, and I know. For, I, look, I'm agreeing with both of you in, in certain things that you're saying, and it has been very, very difficult. Particularly when we saw Boris Johnson the day before yesterday get up and give a very positive speech. And I have to say, you know, we've all had our, our opinions on Boris at the start of all this, but certainly he's come up trumps, and I think he certainly will be re-elected again um, because he's come up trumps now, and he's talking about obviously the 12th of April, a lot of stuff reopening in Britain. By the end of April, you literally have everything reopening apart from. Uh, foreign travel for any and the words he used he says on the 12th of April I'll have a pint at my lips and he said and there'll be no going back in other words he has assured people there'll be no more lockdowns no matter what the data says so I, I have to say it's quite encouraging for them but not encouraging for us because we've no light at the end of the tunnel loads and loads of people texting in by the way um, loads of people are texting in about uh, vaccine passports etc etc somebody says not what did you say about America well what I said was the BBC reported this morning that America said they will not be using vaccine passports or certificates because they believe it's an infringement on your rights and your rights to privacy and data uh, but I want to know what you think of it of course Leo Varadkar has hinted at Michal Martin has said it already as well there will be additional freedoms uh, they're only saying it now again that these uh, new EU certificates could be used to get into restaurants, bars, gigs, events, football matches and of course foreign travel. And I'm asking you, do you agree with them? Because the Irish Council for Civil Liberty says no, they don't agree. They raise questions about bodily integrity and the principle of consent for the vaccine programme. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you agree with them or disagree with them? How are you, Adrian? Thank you, Niall. And how are you? I'm good. Adrian, I mean, I understand both sides of the argument here. Now, I'm not going to talk about the anti-vaxxers, but those who have chosen, maybe cautiously, not to have this vaccine, believe they're being discriminated against. Are they right? No, I don't think they are. I'm, I'd personally be thinking of the poor people who are very vulnerable, people with cystic fibrosis, asthma, advanced cancers, they can't take the vaccine. Oh, they can. They're the majority can. Some can't. I mean, I know some. Some can't. Okay. Yeah, well, I think process. they have rights as well. I think that they have the right to as normal a life as they can manage. And if people are going around not taking the vaccine and carrying COVID, these people are put under a severe risk, would a it, life and death risk. Would it, would it not be fair to say, Adrian, that those who can't take the vaccine, those who would be immune suppressed, for example, or whatever it happens to be, before COVID-19 came along, they always had to be very cautious, like somebody with CF, for example, would have to be cautious about their surroundings, even people with pneumonia, flu, whatever it is. So they've always had this cautiousness. So realistically, their lives have always been impacted by viruses. Yes, I agree with that, um, but not so much, not so much as now. 
And does, I think the people who disagree with the vaccine passport are being very selfish. They're saying, we're all right, Jack. Um, we don't believe in it. We want our, quote, unquote, personal freedom. As I say, what about the freedom of those less vulnerable? <laughs> and remember, the vaccine isn't 100%. It's only 90, 91, 92. There's another 10% of people, and that's an awful lot of people in the scheme of things. <laughs> they can catch it from people who choose not to take the vaccine. I, I suppose the argument from government and for most people is once we can get to a certain level of vaccination, we could create a herd immunity, which hopefully will eradicate the virus completely at some point, as we did with... Well, I don't vaccines. think we'll ever be eradicated completely. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a gentleman on there earlier talking about, um, or maybe it was you, saying that if you have a vaccine pass then you're divulging your personal medical history. But that's that's what the Americans are saying, yes. Yeah, well, that's nonsense. You have to have a a driving license to drive. If you're over 70 in this country, you have to declare your medical history to renew your license. So how's about somebody who's 16 and wants to drive? Is their personal freedom being interrupted. Okay, well, okay, it's a good point. Well, stay there for a second, Adrian, if you can. Let me go to Jane. Jane, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Adrian makes some good points, uh, basically saying that if you're not willing to go down this route of showing a vaccine passport, you know, you're just being selfish. No, I don't think you're being selfish. We all have a right to our freedom. I do understand about people that have underlying conditions. You're, you're a bit m- bit muffled there, Jane. Sorry, I know. But I, can, I can hear you, but I don't know whether Adrian can, but I can hear you all right. You can hear okay. all right now. Oh, okay, go ahead. Can go you ahead. hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was just saying that um, people should have the right to choose what goes into their own body. My, my point is that if people don't want this vaccine, they shouldn't have to get it because there's not enough data available yes, to see if there's going to be any long-term effects from these vaccines. Mm-hmm. So if you get a vaccine and you have a... You yeah. have a vaccine and you have an underlying condition, how do you know in a year's time that you're not going to get worse? Yeah, well, and again, you know, information is coming in all the time. I know AstraZeneca this morning is back in the paper again because of direct correlation between that and blood clots, although the experts yeah. are saying in the context, in the wider scheme of things, because of the amount of the vaccine doses that have been given out, there are always going to be, unfortunately, some side effects. And, and by the way, we have accepted that with vaccines throughout the years that there will be side effects, uh, but we have to look at the greater good for humanity, and that, that's the point they make. Personally yeah. speaking, I don't think we need to give it to kids for that very reason because kids are not at risk from COVID-19 in the first place. But certainly those who are vulnerable, if you're 80 years of age, the risk of getting COVID and dying is certainly a lot higher than the risk of dying from a vaccine. Yes, and if, if they choose to get it, then that's fine. I totally agree with the older population and people that are vulnerable and have diseases getting the vaccine. But young, healthy people that don't want it and probably don't need it, it's totally wrong. Yeah, but but here's the thing, Jane, you're in a bit of a catch-22 because, and and I know it seems like an unfair suggestion that unless you get the vaccine, you're not going to be enjoying yourself or, as Leo Varadka put it, and, by the way, Michal Martin in his speech last week, additional freedoms. Yeah, it's shocking. Where have all our human rights lawyers disappeared to? You know, what about the Constitution? Oh, what about the Constitution? When did you last read the Constitution? I, I've read the Constitution and they have no right 
I am sort of fed up with people and their human rights and their civil rights and their constitutional rights. People do have rights, Adrian. You can't deny people their rights. Maybe maybe you're happy enough to do it, and that's fine. But but what I'm saying, but people do have rights, and they have human rights. Well, does somebody who's 16 have the right to drive a car? No, because it's illegal, because they they don't know how to drive a car. That's a completely different argument. That's like saying, does somebody under the age of 18 have the right to drink? No, they don't, because they can't purchase alcohol. It's illegal, uh, because we believe... we believe they're too young and immature to do that. That's, a, it's not, the, that's not a fair analogy. In Australia and I think New Zealand, if you don't get your vaccination for um, the triple triple thing that children get their vaccination for... The MMR. The MMR, yeah. They, they're not allowed to go to school. That's not, that's not true. But if you don't get the MMR vaccine, what they do is they punish people financially by reducing their child, child, child benefits. Well, as, as, as they're coerced into getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I think people should be strongly, very strongly coerced into getting this vaccine. No, absolutely not. That's rubbish. I'm sorry. That, that, this vaccine is, a, is a, an mRNA vaccine. We're like human experiments here. And you're saying that we should be getting this. It's fair enough if it was out for 10 years and people were aware of it, like the MMR has been. And they have all the data on that. But you're saying this, these particular vaccines that have not been available for long enough... That we should just all go. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, I, I don't want to get into the, whether the vaccine is good, bad, or indifferent because I don't think that's the relevant point. And Jane, you clearly disagree with them, and that's fine. I, I respect your view. Adrian, you can clearly agree with them, and I respect your view. But the point is, we're in a situation here where the government are saying to people, which is something very unprecedented, if you don't get vaccinated, you'll be treated as a second class citizen. And Adrian, people have an issue with that. Okay, yeah. well, um,. I have an issue with the fact I'm 70 and I had to go and do an extra driving test to continue my driving test. Yeah, you keep about driving tests. I don't believe it's a fair analogy. Well, I think it's a fair analogy. Well, it's not, because if you can't drive a car, you could kill somebody. It's for a... Well, if you have COVID and you go in and meet somebody who's not injected, you can kill somebody too. That's why I think I think it's a fair analogy. Not how, having COVID is like being behind the wheel of a car. You have within I, your body the capability to kill somebody. I, I, I just think that's a slight exaggeration. I do believe, yes, that people do die of COVID-19, but when you look at the data and the statistics in relation to people who die of COVID-19 and the vast majority, 99.9, whatever percent it is, that the changes seem to be from day to day of people who survive it, I think to suggest that is a little bit over the top. But stay there, both of you, for a second. Let me just go to John as well before I go to the break. John, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Niall, how are you doing? Good afternoon. John, I mean, do you agree with the idea of reducing people's freedoms if they don't get a vaccine? Absolutely not. I think that it's a scare tactic, but that's my view. Niall, I'm just going to give you two examples of talking to your researchers there. Niall, they're talking about this vaccination passport, vaccination certificate, call it what you will. Right? You, you take the big event organisers like Live Nation, like Pro Park, like Viva Stadium, for, for example, and, uh, okay... Let's take Electric Picnic. There's 60,000 tickets will go on sale every year. Mm-hmm. Because, because a lot of the people of that age group certainly won't be vaccinated, again, in my view, they're only going to end up selling 25,000. Do you think they'd be happy with that? Absolutely not. So they're going to say, look, if you're not vaccinated, that's your problem. Come on ahead, you're all welcome. 
That's the event organisers. Let's take the airlines. They're going to have the same problem. You know, are they going to fly half-empty planes because people want to travel, but because they're not vaccinated, they can't? They mightn't have a choice if government in, in, implement the rules. No, 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 I don't think that's, they can do that. The government. I mean, has, I think I think they'd, they'd rather send half-empty planes than send no planes as they're doing at the moment. No, no, I understand what you're saying. But I, listen, it's business at the end of the day. And you said already earlier on, and after the Second World War, governments can't get us, make us take medication. They can't insist. So they're going to put the onus on the companies. Now, the companies are not making money because they're not getting the numbers to buy tickets or to buy airline tickets. I, I don't just think it's going to work. My view on it, they'll, they'll, you know, probably 70% of the population will get vaccinated. If that, I can't genuinely see that happening. Of the adult population, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. And then... You know, after that, you know, the rest will be, well, look, you know, you had your opportunity. If you, if you want to take a chance by going and mixing with all these vaccinated people, and let's be honest, if all these people are vaccinated, well, what's the problem? You know, well, well, Adrian's argument is that there's people out there who are vulnerable who haven't been vaccinated. By the way, there's very few people who are exempt from the COVID-19 vaccine. They seem to be giving it to everybody, even those who are suffering or getting cancer diagnosis or those who have CF or whatever it yeah. has to be. Unlike any other vaccine, uh, because no, it's normal. It's just my reason why, why, the, why yeah. the certs or the, or the passports, I can't see them working because it's not going to be viable for businesses to operate under those guidelines. Okay, well, I've got to take a break. If you, John, stay there with me, actually, if you can. Uh, you can keep texting. The number is 087 That's 087 Some of your texts coming in. Come on, Niall. No vaccine has ever been trialled on a control group of 8 billion strong. Well, I don't think 8 billion are going to get it. I mean, that's the population of the world. They're not going to give it to everybody because a lot of people... Well, firstly, it's only the adult population, from what I can see so far. I don't think any countries yet are suggesting they give it to children. And by the way, I would be the first one on the air to say that I strongly disagree with giving it to anybody under the age of 18 because the risk is so low. The risk of the vaccine is probably higher. Uh, these gene therapies, he goes on to say, will have been production from, uh, for years but they were never given approval for human trials until the emergency status was declared based on questionable figures. It's all marketing tactics boiling. For years they had a product but no market. Now they have the largest market any product ever had. Supply and demand. Yeah, well, there you go. Everybody has a different view on it. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087 Somebody says, no, like, I think the airlines uh, will probably try and make money out of the unvaccinated. I suppose, John, that could be the angle too, because I know certain airlines, which we won't mention, will be thinking, we, we'll take an unvaccinated. If you're unvaccinated, you can go on this flight, we'll charge you an extra tenner. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't you just you me. just know he's going to do that, don't it you? Wouldn't surprise me. But listen, just before I go, now, like take the take the events industry. It's usually the last twenty percent where profit starts to kick in. Yeah, but you have to be selling the tickets, like you know. And there's like, oh, I know. It, I mean, there's no point in putting you know five thousand people in the three arena no, uh, because no. it's not going to be profitable. I, I, no, I, unless you charge twice as much of the tickets. So the organisers are going to go and turn around and say to the government, "Look, lads, hold on a minute." We can't do this. We don't want a subsidy. We don't want you giving us money. We don't want a thousand people that... So what's the... Uh, John, what, before you go, what's the answer then? The answer, I think, again, my view, I think when the when the vaccination comes to an end, and... Again, oh, well, when will that be? Say, I, I don't know, next say next July sometime. Perhaps. But there's a lot, of, a lot of people in different age groups for different various reasons that aren't going to get vaccinated, and that's their, that's their choice, of course. Like... They're going to say, the government will say, or the organisers say, wait, okay, you've had your chance. Most of the people at this event is vaccinated. If you want to come along, fine. The people that are vaccinated aren't going to suffer because they're vaccinated. So it, the risk, it's your risk. It's your risk, your responsibility. So, so, so personal responsibility. 
personal responsibility. The same with the airlines. The same with pubs, restaurants. Well, that's that's what we've done all our lives, by the way, is personal responsibility. Yeah, you you take personal responsibility. Exactly. As I mentioned, if you're very ill or you're immune suppressed, you would be very conscious where you go. Absolutely. And again, a very, very... Uh, very seldom you hear vitamin E, vitamin D, vitamin C. Well, it's only on the news today, mind you. Vaccine. I've been saying this for the last five years. I months. know, I, but I was saying it last year. I interviewed somebody <laughs> last year who recommended governments should give it out for free. And only Correct. today, the government are now saying they are going to give out vitamin D. There you D. go. There you go. A bit Let's late, isn't it? Can I just ask you a question? I, 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 the figures here are questionable, of course, as everybody knows. Uh, less than 5% of people in Ireland have contracted COVID. Is that pandemic status, Niall? Well, you see, you have to take into consideration those who have never been tested, you know what I mean? Although somebody mentions in a test, sitting around talking about cases is utterly meaningless. We have people yeah. queuing outside asymptomatic test centres for crying out loud. Yeah. He said RT61 News reported nine COVID deaths yesterday, yet it wasn't until later in the news that Fergal Barrows revealed three were from January, three were from February, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and two were from March. And yeah. it was only one that had actually happened in the recent weeks. Yeah, so like, like it's all budgets, the figures are being juggled. But I just don't know, like, you know, if you feel not well and you get these symptoms, like, personally speaking, yes, I go and get tested. I'm not going to go and queue up if I'm feeling okay. No, I don't, I don't but, understand but the, the logic of these pop-up centres, to be honest with you. Maybe you know, somebody has logic to it. The figures are 338,000 or something cases in Ireland from, from our population. Well, that's less than 5%. Yep. Where's the problem? What's the well, problem? I mean, no, to be honest with you, the more the merrier, and I don't mean that in a bad way, yeah, yeah, right? I, I uh, because the more people that have got it, the less people are going to get it into the future. And the suggestion is, by the way, by most experts who know what they're talking about, is that if you have a figure of 300,000, most likely the figure is five times that, because just don't test right. everybody. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so those who've got it are probably not going to get it again. Thank you, John. Let me go to Alan. You're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you do in Ireland. Our Alan. Niall, we're never going on summer holiday, are we? Sorry, say it again. We're never, we're never going on summer holiday. Yeah, we're never going on summer holiday. I'm bloody going on summer holidays. <laughs> I don't know if I have to get injected in my head. I don't care. But go I, on, I, Alan. Do you agree with us? So, two things. I have, I've received the yellow fever uh, vaccination years ago when we were going travelling. So, yeah. that was something against another country. You have to have this vaccination. I have no issue with that. And that's another country. Don't yeah, if you go to Thailand, you have to get diphtheria and all those kind of ones. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. It's, uh, that's another country put, put on to it. But we should not be doing that in this country saying you can't go here unless you have this vaccine. You can't go there. We shouldn't start like that. Because uh, it, it, it is ridiculous. So if, it, if it's a case of going abroad, that's fair enough. If, if that, if that but the, di- the difference, and people raise this question about, say, Thailand all the time, for example, when you go to Thailand, you have to get your diphtheria and all those other hepatitis. Yep. And all. But you're getting it for your protection. Not for other people's. You're getting it for your own protection. So it is a different scenario. Well, I agree. But if a country puts that puts that condition on you going to their country, yes. like like a criminal record, whatever it may be, that, that's fine. That has to be that's fine, but we shouldn't be using it here. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's look at it. So people are saying you'll be treated like a second-class citizen if you don't get the, the vaccine. You, already, won't, you won't get your freedoms, according but to the government. You're already a second-class citizen in this country because we can't close our borders because the EU says, no, you can't, because the right of free movement of European citizens is all come before the health of Irish people. So you're already a second-class citizen in the country. Mm. So well, well, well so they have closed borders to European countries. But they, they're not, so they haven't, so they haven't closed with Germany. I mean, with the exception of the free movement between Ireland and England, which is the common area, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you can't go to, say, for example, you can't go to France or Spain or anywhere else at the moment. Well, unless, no, you, unless you have a test. So you can't have Irish people going to these countries, but apparently all these people come here because... They, um, this is the, the route that's going on between mm. the Minister of Health and, um, and okay. COVID at the moment. 
What, what about, let, let's simplify this, forget about foreign travel for the moment because that's going to be dictated to what other countries do rather than what we do, right? Um, so it doesn't matter if we turn around and say you don't need one. If you need one to get to Spain or France, we can't dictate that pol- their policies. But in relation to, say, you know, going to gigs, events, restaurants, no. pubs, bars. No. no, no. But what about the people who are saying, well, hold on for a second, you're, you're going to put people at risk if you're not going to get vaccinated just because you're watching some Facebook video. But that's not so. That's not people not getting vaccinated. That's people who are waiting for a vaccination. Well, there's that too. Where is that too? That person, like if a person's going for a vaccination, but it's going to be the end of June or September or December, depending on what time in this country, you can't discriminate against that person then because it's not their fault that they got the vaccination. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they're doing here. This is the ineptness of a rollout from the government that's caused this, and now they're looking for ways to try pull things back. That's all they're trying to do. Okay. But all they're doing now is. You can't do that to someone. So, they're gas- so you're saying they're gaslighting people? That's they're gaslighting the ones yeah. who've been vaccinated, obviously. That's all they're doing. That's all they're doing. Mm-hmm. But look, it's Leo Riker on a Facebook but in fairness, Leo Riker. Like, well, is that just Leo? Me, me Hal Martin said it too. He said it the other night in the speech. He said at the end of the speech the other night, also he said there will be additional freedoms uh, in the coming months for those who've been vaccinated. Yeah, which is, again, it's people who are vaccinated. It's not their own fault. It, it, it's well, the failure of the mm-hmm. rollout. It's the government. That's the problem. So you can't say to someone, you can't go to a match or a gig in June because you have now your vaccine. Well, it's not my fault I have my vaccine because I won't get mine until December or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, your, your incompetence is not my fault. Listen, Alan, I have to wrap it up. I have to go to a break. Thank you very much indeed, Alan. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.